welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Hey, West Virginia. Are you ready to get down to business? Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Every week on our podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share with you their positive business stories. We publish these stories on iTunes, on our website, PositivelyWV.com, and through print publications like the State Journal all across West Virginia. Our goal is to help educate and inspire business people across the Mountain State with these positive success stories. This week, we're going to learn about West Virginia Fruit and Berry, a successful food and beverage company based in Bridgeport, West Virginia. And of course, that's in Harrison County. And one of their co-founders, Becky, Becky Tichenall. Becky, are you ready to get down to business? I'm ready. Let's go. All right, Becky. I'm so glad to have you on our show to talk about your company. Becky Tichenall and her husband, Bob, both native West Virginians, formed West Virginia Fruit and Berry in early 1995. They started growing berries in the Sun Valley area of Clarksburg, and then they moved in 1998 to a new farm location in Bridgeport, West Virginia, where they're at now. West Virginia Fruit and Berry markets a collection of all-natural preserves and fruit wines with varieties of berries and fruits native to the Appalachian region, which is very, very cool and delicious, I might add. Their full selection of fruit preserves, fruit butters, fruit wine, come from a history of passion, dedication, and a promise to deliver to their customers the all-natural products inspired by their West Virginia heritage. Their products are available in more than 600 retail locations and uh, retail stores in seven states, including West Virginia, Virginia, North Carolina, Maryland, Washington, D.C. area, Kentucky, and Pennsylvania, including major retailers like Kroger, Walmart, and Sam's Club. And I might also add that they ship their products all across the country and even abroad. Becky, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro that I just gave, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your personal life. Well, thanks, Jim. I appreciate that. And boy, it sounds like we're really big, doesn't it? It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But we're still here in Bridgeport, West Virginia, on our farm, where we started um, actually at this farm in 2001, and uh, we started our business right in Bridgeport, like you said, growing berries in Sun Valley. And it just, you know, you look back on all that and you think, gosh, you know, we've worked hard. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> but as an entrepreneur, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of work. And we've, and we've turned so many roads. Like you said, we started growing berries in Sun Valley with a uh, with a passion from, which is what I asked my husband, you know, where's your heart? You know, we had, he, he and I met early in the early 1990s and we both had come home to West Virginia. We both are from here originally. And it was, um, you know, we didn't want to leave again. And when we met, we fell in love when, you know, he had started a business that didn't work out. And I said, where do you want to go with your life? And he goes, you know, I just want to stay home in my home state and try to make a living. And I want to farm, you know, I want to, you know, I've always wanted to grow berries. And I said, wow, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, 
you know, my my father was a farmer in a sense, and my parents always grew their own fruits and vegetables and, and things like that. And, you know, I saw that passion. I mean, we all grew up with canned food and fruit and and whatnot. And I was uh, actually in marketing prior to meeting Bob. I was in sales for 20 years in this state. Uh, and then I had moved to Kansas in marketing and radio and um, newspaper. So anyhow, he had, you know, been in Detroit for 22 years and he was a sales rep as a manufacturer's rep between Ford Motor Company and GM. So we had a background of knowledge in marketing. And so I said, you know, we, as we talked through this whole thing, we said, we need a value-added product for the state of West Virginia, something that can be proud of. And that's how we started this line was looking for products that we all grew up with, which we came, looked at a, a library of books in the library and found this old 1930s cookbook with all these wonderful jams and jellies in it. And we're going, that's what we need to do. We need to come out with a good, honest, all-natural, no-corn-syrup product for the state of West Virginia for jams and jellies. And that's what we did. That's awesome. Very cool. So, Becky, tell us about, you know, I always ask people to give us your 30-second elevator pitch for West yeah. Virginia fruit and berry. So, <laughs> Try to condense that down to 30 seconds. How, how do you guys talk about your company? Well, we, we say we're a food and beverage company at this point, and we've had many roads, of course. We're a food and beverage company who markets products, value-added products, that we all grew up with in the state of West Virginia. We make sure they're all natural, no corn syrups, no additives, no preservatives. And, you know, wherever that takes us to bring out a product, we started with jams and jellies, and now we're, we have a fruit wine. Um, we needed to come up with we uh, we come up with several products over the years, but we had to do something that we could make a living on. Mm. So, and that's what we chose. Was excellent. Mm-hmm, jams and jellies. So Becky, what would you say? Right, right now, you guys have been doing this for for a number of years. What would you say is the thing that you're most excited about for for your company right now? Uh, well, actually, our exit plan. <laughs> mm. We've been doing Talk this for twenty three. Yeah. We, we um, have been doing this for twenty three years. We started promoting just like any other small company through fairs and festivals in the state of West Virginia. West Virginia is a small state, and it's hard to make a good living in the state. A lot of these entrepreneurs that are making their own products, it makes it very difficult for them to get out and market them. Um, there is another way, and and uh, the other way is getting producers and and you know people who actually manufacture their products to do this. Um, so that's what we chose to do. And right now, you know, it took a long time to build a brand name, and so we feel that that brand is now becoming clear to people. West Virginia Fruit and Berry. Now they think of fruit products, foods, jams, jellies, and now fruit wines that we're associated with. And so our goal currently is how do we maintain that? And our, the jams and jellies have plateaued for a while, and we started adding a new line. Uh, we did pie fillings. We did sparkling apple ciders. We did different things to bring our product to a level that we felt was successful. Um, we had to add another line to make it a growing business that is possibly able to be sold, possibly, or to uh, – you know, leave to our kids to make a living from. We have two sons, and they're getting to the age now they're actually they're thinking about it. <laughs> but they, they know how hard we worked. 
you know. So we want we have a 70-acre farm. When we first purchased this farm, we um, to grow berries on, we had 168 acres. Uh, I don't, by the grace of God, we got this farm. It's what made us be able to grow because we ended up having to sell pieces to grow the the company. But when we first started it, we actually the first thing we did was you know, line out five acres to grow berries on. And, and then we built a facility that we could open to the public. And we realized quickly, we actually started growing berries, by the way, with WVU Ag Sciences. That's what Bob started doing for wineries in the state. There was 30 of us trying to grow enough um, berries and grapes for wineries back in 1995, um, which is where we actually you know, started that growth. And then we realized this is difficult. You know, we can't make money off of these berries. And the wineries didn't really want to buy them. Even You know, WVU had a good idea, but they didn't really follow through with how they're making their products. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Um, so, we, so we ended up, you know, doing a pick-your-own and being open for several years. So... It's uh, to this point we've had to take many turns in growing the product line. So at this point we had to grow. When we came out with fruit wines, we had to take a step back here at the farm and say, "Hey, you know, this is going to do well." Kroger took us into three states immediately, uh, which was wonderful for us because they believed in us. They'd had our products for since. 1997 throughout the state, and that in 2002 they put us in their warehouses in three states. So we you were had very a proven fortunate. track record with them. So we to did. Speak. We had a yeah. in in 20. Uh, it was 2015, and actually two years prior to that, we started looking at fruit wines as being a new line of product, and um, it was difficult. You know, how do you get into this the way we do what we do? As far you know, we came in as a supplier, not a farm winery. Uh, so that we could become a commercial wine and get that wine out not only throughout the state of West Virginia, which we did start with first, but throughout the country if we could, you know, we, you know, and it took off. I mean, we were very fortunate for that, uh, with, and I've got to give Kroger that credit, and then we started picking up Sam's and Walmart, and, you know, it's just growing by, like crazy. <laughs> we're like, wow, this is, this is a... a it, it truly is a success story, but how do we manage it and take it to the next level is to, you know, we have a long-term plan to reopen the farm to the public. You know, that's coming soon. Uh, and through, through a plan that I can't really tell you all about yet, but it's coming. <laughs> and it's going to be through a lease situation. Other people will run it. And, but we want to stay on the farm and we want to stay here. So... We do have a plan to bring people here. We we have a dream to have this as a wedding facility and a mm. restaurant and a brewery. Yeah, like a destination. Well, yeah, kind of a new destination location that was started by us. You know, by that's West Virginia cool. Berry. Yeah, that is that's so, a, that's a lot to be excited about for sure. It is. It is. That's great, Becky. You know, as a business owner, one of the questions I like to ask our guests on the show is. Talking about your worst business moment, I think there's a lot to be learned from some of the bad experiences we have, not to be negative in a positive show. But, you know, the the point is, you know, I I think there's so much to be learned from that kind of stuff and how we respond to it. What Take us to that place. Tell us that story of your worst business moment. Well, 
the and it it's very clear to us, trust me, because it was a turning moment for our company and it was either going to make us or break us. Um, I get emotional about things too, so <laughs> this is one of them. But I'm going to try to <clears throat> clear out here. Swallow, they say. Um, when Kroger took us in to the warehouse, um, it was a process. I mean, we had been with them for four years, up and down I-79, 23 stores, in and out, um, proving ourselves, basically, just putting products in their stores. And and then they said, okay, you proved your numbers. We're going to take you to the warehouse. And But one of the things we want you to do is we want you to um, do them in smaller jars, do six of them, build these displays, and we're going to introduce them to stores in three states. And so, well, that cost us a lot. It cost us, I believe it was around $75,000 at the time. And the day we were ready to ship them, they called and said, they called and canceled it, canceled the order. Well, we about panicked. (laughs) But my husband, the person that he is, decided he was taking it to the president of Kroger. (laughs) And he did. He picked up the phone. He called him, told him what was going on. And he said, uh, you know, because they misunderstood the order, the people in the warehouse misunderstood the order. They thought they were getting all this product into all these stores. And it really wasn't like that. So it was a misunderstanding uh, between the warehouse and our category managers and people who had placed the orders. So once we got that all straightened out, we were able to ship the product out to the stores. And each store got their product and their display units and whatnot, and it went very well. And then we entered into the warehouse on a regular basis, and we've been with them since 2002. Crisis averted. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it can it can happen, and some people can fall apart at, at something like that and totally go out, and we, we did it, you know. What's so. your one takeaway from that experience, Becky? Uh, don't, don't let... One, just one person say this, you know, we can't do this, you know. Uh, and I can give you many instances of that <laughs> with our state. With our, I was going to go for a story about Department of Ag, but I decided not to. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, the, because the truth is. Because they've been very is, helpful, too, but, yeah, it, it, there's lots of know, things. We've been doing this show now for six months, and we're into our seventh month each week. Really? Highlighting another Mm-hmm. Another business, uh, you know, story, and and one of the things that that is absolutely true uh, about every company, and I can attest to this as a small business owner myself, is that those ups and downs. You know, sometimes, sometimes you're on a roller coaster ride, the highest, the high, and the lowest, the low. Sometimes not only in the same day, but in the same hour. You know. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's so. taken me a year to get the state of Pennsylvania to take our wines, and oh and we just gosh. got the purchase order this month. That's great. What, what a, yeah, that's, so. that's, that's persistence at its best right there. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Took me a year, but we, we're there. I mean, you just can't give up. You've got to work it through. That's right. Becky, what would you say is the best thing about being, a, you know, being in business in the state of West Virginia? Well, for us, you know, and it's different about every, from everyone's point of view, I'm sure. Believe me, it's not easy. It's mm-hmm. not easy to be a business in the state of West Virginia. And, but the, 
the best thing for us is the people of the state of West Virginia and this state and the beauty of this state and and the fact that this state is probably, and Bob and I both have traveled, believe me. Regardless, this state is one of the most beautiful states we have in this country. And it's so pretty and it's so nice and we get to travel it every single day. My husband's um, today, where is he? He's up at Smoke Hole delivering today. And um, he gets to try, and, and it's one of his favorite trips to go across the mountains and go into Thomas and Blackwater and, and all these wonderfully wonderful areas that support our company and our products. And um, we do it out of the love of the state of West Virginia, quite frankly. We may be going into all these states, but our pride taking them into these states is there. I love it. I love it. Becky, I want to take a quick second to mention some of our sponsors for Positively West Virginia. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they are the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. All right, Becky, thanks for indulging me in that. Let's get back to it. Uh, Becky, what you know, you, you talked a little bit about the things that you're excited about. What's the long-term vision for your company? Well, uh, to stay in West Virginia, <laughs> mm-hmm. to keep the company here, uh, to, you know, expand it into a direction that it never gets lost here. We want to see it stay here and, and always be here. We want to add product line. We have, you know, a product of jams and jellies right now. We also have a wine line. We have uh, hard cider that we want to go into, and we also have mm. a blackberry bourbon we want to bring out. So, I mean, we definitely aren't going away. We're getting older, and we're, but we're, um, we're very passionate about what we do, and we don't, we're not going to just stop it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know well, you how, can tell how that. to answer that except yeah. to say we got more coming. That's great. I love it. Keep it coming. <laughs> Becky, what's what's one piece of advice you would give to young young business owners, maybe just starting out or some entrepreneurs out there that have the have the fire to say, you know, maybe I should try this and start my own thing. What's one piece of advice you would give those folks here in our state? Uh, to, to do that, what would there's, you do? There's a lot of resources here uh, that people probably don't even realize. Small Business Administration, uh, you know, they have a group called SCORE. It's a national organization. Um, there's a, organizations called Emerging Leaders. There's, there's help out there. Our State Department of Agriculture, Secretary of State, whoever, reach out to them because they have information. I'm not saying that you always have to listen to what they have to say. You know, mm-hmm. you've got to follow your heart. And you've got to follow the law and, and what is out there to make sure that you do everything for your business that's going to keep you in track and keep you there. Yeah. Um, don't try to cut corners, but if you have a corner that you, you know, that you need to just, if you can't make it, don't do it right now. Wait, you know, people want to do things too quickly. And believe me, it's, it's tough. That's it. Well, it's, uh, it reminds me, as you're sitting there talking about this, I heard a quote a couple of days ago, and I've repeated it a couple of times, and, and it goes something like this, that everybody wants the fire, few are willing to chop the wood. Yeah, that's you know? for sure. That's a so good one. That, that, <laughs> that may be the title of my next book. I don't know. There you go. 
<laughs> but it that? is. It's it's amazing that you know when I'm sitting here listening to you and our listeners are, are, are hearing this. It, it's uh, that's persistence. It's hard work. It's the desire. You know, your passion definitely shows through, and that's that's awesome. My hats off to you. Um, and that's great advice for for young people and people that maybe uh, maybe not so young that want to go out there and start a company, uh, maybe you know as an encore later. career, maybe you know later in life or something like that. That's great stuff. Yeah, What's, we had twenty years prior before we started this. We were thirty two and forty two when we started this. Company. That's awesome. I love I love hearing that kind of stuff. Becky, what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? I get up every morning and I go to work. That's simple. I don't think about I don't think about what I could do at, not to work. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I go get up thinking I've got to go to work. You know, I and every day I work. And I at one thing or another, I mean I all day long. I mean we eat, drink, breathe it. But but we love it. So you have to love it. Yeah, you, you have to love what you're doing, but get up every day. Yeah, so it's not so much you got to go to work, it's you get to go to work. Yeah, in our case, you get to go to work. But we, I mean, there's something to do in a business every single day. And you you do it, especially in this world today with all the social media and, oh, my gosh, everything you have to keep up with. Um, there's no time to rest. Exactly. Becky, what's one resource you use in your in your business that you just can't live without? <sighs> You know, if you ask me that, <laughs> I'm um, at the moment accountant, <laughs> an accountant. <laughs> you know, you there's there Such is um, yep. you can't do without your banks and your accountants. I'd say it's funny as soon as we're as soon as we're done with this uh, this interview, I've got an appointment with my accountant. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, well, exactly you got to listen. You got to find a good one. You got to find, mm. uh, you know, you got to find people who are willing to believe in you, your story, and uh, and don't take no for an answer. If they're, you know, you you have to have that, you know. Absolutely, Becky. What's uh, we we talked about your your worst experience or your worst business moment? I should say. Talk talk to us about like that one moment where you were like. Yes, that was the defining thing that really, really made the, made a difference. Talk a little bit about that. You know, I'd have to say it was it was giving into selling wine. Mm. <laughs> you yeah, know, I, it, that, that a was a that. that was a struggle for me. My husband had been wanting to do it. His son actually wanted to do it, and his son is a sheriff deputy. So his, you know, he didn't want. He wanted to. Uh, he wants to work, you know, he loves his job and he wants to stay there, but he couldn't moonlight with a company with alcohol. He's going, darn. <laughs> so he couldn't get into it with us. So, but, you know, so he stayed where he was. But, and he and his father were going to do it, to be honest with you. And I said, you know, I just, I just can't see us doing that. I just don't understand it. And then, so we visited the state, um, ABC Commission, and we asked them, you know, what do we do here? And when she told me that we could do what we do the same way we do our jams and become a supplier and have a producer and 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 so on and so forth, it had to be my best moment ever. Mm, wow! <laughs> because I saw a vision, I knew, and we were approaching our 20 years in business, and I said we'll come out with it during our 20 year anniversary. 
as mm. a new line of product. And so I had a vision. Once I had the vision, and then we named them after our jams and jellies, uh, have the same flavors as our jams and jellies. And um, that's how we created it. And once we did that and, and found all of our resources, it was the best thing we could have ever done. But I woke up in the night and said, I can do this. You know, I just had mm. to wrap my head, head around the marketing moment for me. You know, how are we going to do this and how are we going to market it? How are we going to make it work? Because otherwise I couldn't have done it. I had to believe in it. I had to know it was going to work. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's so powerful. And I, I got to say, um, full disclosure, I have not tried the West Virginia fruit and berry wines. Well, I will. I, I promise you, you. But I love the packaging. It's elegant. Oh, well, it's beautiful. And it represents our state wonderfully. So I love that. Well, we appreciate that very much. It came from a lot of love. That was a hand-painted sign, and the young man who helped us, a graphic artist out of um, of um, Barber County, helped us to create that. He goes right. He came into our business. He said, "Right there's your logo." He saw the sign, and he's come. That's it. So That's yeah, so cool. it was, thank you. So cool, Becky. What's what's one book you would recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs? Wow, I'm reading one right now by the numbers. By the numbers. Yes, and you know what? I tried to find that book this morning. I think I left it in um, my husband's car that left because I read a lot when we travel. And um, I wish I could give you more on that. There's a, it's, it is, um, and I meant to write that down, and I apologize that's for a, that. That's okay, yeah. Tell but what's it, the what's the, uh, the gist of it? The gist of it is all about... Um, where your business needs to be as far as your cash flow statements and everything that you need that, to have together for a bank to look at your business and know that you're a solid business. And Bob and I have uh, always had an accountant, always you know, ran our books, but our books are getting more complex and our expenses are getting crazy. And So I actually had to start reading a book to try to understand what I'm doing mm. myself, and that's why I chose the accountants and the... <laughs> And the bankers having a good one of those because it's it's and you need to know for yourself. Don't depend on the accountants and the bankers because you have to understand your own business. And to me, that book is is like a little Bible. I mean, it's awesome. The light bulbs just started going off when I started reading that book. And um, so, I mean, even at fifty nine, which is how old I am at the moment, um, it was very inspiring to me. Because I thought I knew and understood, but I didn't. Wow. Well, do you happen to know the author of that book? Um, let me see. Well, other than the fact that I can Google it. Um. <laughs> well, it's okay, because we'll find it, and it will be yes, in the show do notes. It. Okay, yeah. that'd be great. Yeah, Absolutely. That's, that's, we'll we'll make sure that everybody has access to that. As a matter of fact, on our resources page on uh, – PositivelyWV.com, we have buy buttons for every book that's been recommended. So we'll make sure we have that out there for everybody. Yeah, too. and I'll make sure I get it to you, too. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Can that's, get that's, that's awesome. Very that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Before we wrap up, I, I have, have another question or two for you. But uh, I want to take a second, Becky, to talk about an upcoming event that we here at Positively West Virginia are really excited about, Alignment 2018. 
It's West Virginia's Small Business Conference. For two days, business owners, executives, entrepreneurs, and business professionals will gather in Morgantown to discuss challenges facing their companies, network with fellow business leaders, and hear from industry experts. Attendees will be able to sign up for intensive tracks focused around accounting, which we just talked about, which is awesome, sales and marketing, human resources, safety, legal issues, uh, IT, and finance. You'll walk away with actionable items and tools that you can use to grow your business and reach your business goals. At Positively West Virginia, we believe small business success is essential for our great state to thrive. If you share in this belief, don't miss out on Alignment 2018, West Virginia's Small Business Conference. That's going to be September 6th and 7th in Morgantown at the Waterfront Hotel. And to register, you can visit um, a a link in our show notes that we'll have uh, there for folks if they want to register for this conference. Uh, Becky, hopefully uh, you and I can meet in person at that conference if you're you're up this way. Thank you for indulging me and let me uh, announce that uh, information. Becky, I have a a couple of questions. Um, the, the, The next one is, we're all about making connections here, and we're making a lot of them for folks that have been on the show. If you could meet anyone in West Virginia who could possibly help your your company get to that next level, help grow your company, who would it be? Wow. Good question. And <laughs> <laughs> um, being in business as long as you have been, you've probably met just about everybody, but is there anybody out there that we can help connect you with? Uh, Woody Thrasher. Woody Thrasher, perfect. <laughs> you know, I I love Woody Thrasher. I mean, I don't know him personally very well. I mean, I've met him several times at different events, but he obviously has a great head on his shoulder. Yeah, it, it'd be good to pick it, pick that brain a little bit, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. That's awesome. We'll see, we'll see if we can make that connection happen. <laughs> Becky, in closing, how can our listeners learn more about you and West Virginia Fruit and Berry and, and get in touch with your company? What's the best way? The best way, really, truly, is through our website, uh, Um That would be, and they're more than welcome to call me anytime, you know, um, if they have any questions or anything about our company or want to know where products are. But we have the best website right now, and it tells you where all of our locations are. There's a map there. You can put in your zip code, and it tells you exactly how far we are, you know, within 25 miles where you can purchase our products. If you're in one of the states that we're in, and then otherwise you can just shop online for our jams and jellies. And our wines, of course, are only available through the stores of which we sell them through. Yeah, awesome. Very good. And we'll make sure we have links to all that stuff in our show notes as well and uh, on social media. Super. Becky, uh, that it's been great having you on the show. You're doing awesome, you and your husband and your team uh, there in your farm. And representing West Virginia, just I think it's just awesome what you're doing. It was so cool to be able to learn more about your company. Thank you. Well, thank you for having us. We appreciate it so much. Sure thing. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Becky Titchenell and West Virginia Fruit and Berry, our hope is that we, in some way, inspire and teach you by sharing these wonderful success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. 
And I just would like to thank you guys for all the encouragement, positive comments we get on social media. And you can help us by spreading the word, by uh, by seeing these stories and, and passing them on and sharing them on your social media channels as well. For our entire team here at Positively West Virginia, I'm Jim. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. 